Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I'm Dr. Laura Murillo, President of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We're happy you're joining us today as we interview yet another one of our Houston legends, Dr. Steven Kleinberg, a professor. Thank you for being uh, with us. Thank you. Great uh, honor to be here. Well, thanks for that. And certainly I recall uh, many of our interactions when I first arrived at the Chamber of Commerce. You were part of that strategic yeah. team in 07, mm -hmm. 2007, and you gave a lot of great feedback. And even before then, the work you were doing with your Houston area study, which now is in what year? 37. 37 years. I was a very young man. Yes, and you still are. And I must say, I recall in our conversation, you thought that was going to be a one-time, let me see what's one out there, yeah. one-time survey. Fast forward, 37 of your years have been dedicated well, to that. And of course, the oil boom was going like gangbusters. We yeah. did a one-time survey, and then two months later, the oil boom collapsed. Uh, 100,000 jobs were lost just in like this that. booming city. Gone. So we better do the survey again. And so that's, see what's happening. And then watching this remarkable city to be at the, now at the forefront of what, what's happening across all of America, nowhere more clearly And seen we're the them. model for the rest of America in we're many there ways. First. We are so the first time you did the survey, how many people were helping you with that survey? I had an undergraduate class of, of uh, 11 students Oh, nothing like students. Uh-huh. And, and fast forward today. So now we, we, we have enough monies now supporting the survey so that we could hire the, yeah, the, major, the major professional mm -hmm. survey organization actually out in Pennsylvania. And they do the surveys for us. And, and, and then we analyze the data and, and write the reports. Yeah. So and that, throughout that 37 years, has there been one year that stands out in terms of a aha kind of a moment? Or has it been every year probably has many ahas? Yeah, I mean, we were watching transformations occur. We were watching increasing embrace of the diversity in Houston, mm -hmm. from the surprise and shock, who are all these people coming here to, to yeah. this is who we are. Okay. And uh, so it's been interesting to sort of watch that, that, that graduate process. We thought, a uh, question surprised us this year. We asked a question that, about uh, early childhood education. We said, uh, are you in favor or opposed to increasing local taxes in order to provide universal preschool for every child in Houston? Mm -hmm. Increasing local taxes. You ask that question, yeah, no. And we thought maybe 50, 55%, 67%. 40% yes. strongly in favor and only 30% opposed. Mm -hmm. A recognition, this is critical for the Houston future. We've really got to prepare these kids to do well in school. Moment of truth in education is third grade reading. If you're not reading at third grade level in third grade, you are 
four times more likely to drop out of high school. Single most powerful predictor, whether you can read at third grade level, is did you start kindergarten ready to learn to read? Mm -hmm. And rich kids in Houston start kindergarten right. one and a half to two years ahead of poor kids. And that's, so that's a part of Houston preparing itself for the 21st yes. century. And there's so much work we can do. I know we just had Neil Bush uh, on the program promoting yeah, all the work the, that he and his mother, yeah, Barbara Bush, have done in terms of literacy. Yeah. And I think still, especially in the Hispanic community, a lot to be done there. But the good news right. is that it is possible, it is doable, and certainly people look forward to your survey you know, yeah, and have done yeah, so. People have sort of embraced the survey. Yes, yeah, so they're like, is it, when does it come yeah. out again? Yeah. And when can I get it? And we know, we've, we post a link on our chamber website oh, to send them directly. Okay. Yeah. And also exciting, a book. I hear rumblings. Finally. Yes. <laughs> it's called Prophetic City, uh -huh. Houston on the Cusp of a Changing America. Wonderful. And the claim is that you can see in Houston, where all of America is going to be about 15 to 25 years, this is where the American future is being worked out, for better or worse. And interestingly, it's been a city that has embraced diversity and inclusion without what we've seen in other cities where there has been civil unrest in many cases between the different groups. Yeah, I mean, this is a welcoming city, sort of from its beginnings. and yeah. and. Uh, you know, and there's, and there's something called the psychology of inevitability. There's a transformation. We're in the midst of this epic transition from an America that throughout all of our history had been an amalgam of European nationalities into becoming a microcosm of the world. Yes. The first nation in the history of the world that can say, we are a free people and we come from everywhere. Yes. So, and so it's a, a little bit of a shock, you know, and younger Anglos take this for granted and older Anglos are still struggling to accept. But there's a, a sense of, of destiny, a sense yes. of this is who we are. And well, and you say very well, the train has left the station. And there's no it's putting the train, it's, it's a, a done, done deal. deal. Yes, right. and that done deal has a particular impact on Houston and those demographics certainly are favoring right. a lot of the Latino population. That's right, well it's particularly striking in Houston because the great growth of the city during the oil boom years was Anglos pouring into Houston from everywhere else in the country yes. through the 70s until 1982 with the oil boom collapse yes. and then the Anglo population stopped growing and all the growth of this the most rapidly growing city in America has been the influx of African Americans, Asians, and Latinos. And especially young young kids are disproportionately Latino. That is our future. Yeah, but that growing demographic among the Blacks, Anglos, and Latinos certainly is the Latino population growing at a much stronger of pace. Everybody in Harris County, Texas, under the age of 20, 51% are Latino kids. 19% wow. of African Americans, so 70% yes. of, of our the Houston future is right there. Well, let's talk a little bit about you. I know you yeah. like to focus on your work and being the professor that you are That's at right. Rice University, <laughs> but there is a Steven Kleinberg at home with a family, and I know you're getting ready to go off with the children. Mm. Um, as you were growing up, did you think you'd become a professor, or what did you think well, you'd my, become? My father was a professor, a ah. distinguished professor of psychology at Columbia University. Okay. So uh, I sort of knew that lifestyle. Yeah. It sort of seemed like a nice, yes. not a bad way to live a life. Uh -huh. uh, and and then I, I was planning to become a psychiatrist and be a doctor. And, okay. and uh, I took my first philosophy course in my freshman year, I guess, at, at Haverford College, a wonderful liberal arts college outside of Philadelphia. Okay. And here were the great questions people could ask. But I'd go back to the chemistry lab because that's where you could get answers. And then my first psychology course was people asking the questions of the humanities and okay. using the methods of the sciences. So I said, that's what I want to do. That's what I want. And here you are now. How did you go from East Coast to the lovely and uh, so significant Houston, Texas? Home was somewhere between Philadelphia and Boston. I figured uh -huh. that's where I was going to be. And yeah. I got this wonderful offer from Rice University. Uh -huh. And you said Never Houston. been outside of that corridor. And so, Texas. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Yes. Why would so we did what everybody used to do in those days, still does today to somebody, oh well the job is there, we'll go for a couple of years. Yes. I was finishing a book, my wife Peggy was finishing law school, and then we'll go to some real place. Yeah, yeah. And so forty five years later. And this has become home. Well, this is yeah, and this is the most interesting and consequential city in America. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, there was never no inklings at the beginning when I first came. You know, this was a racist, uh, business-oriented city with no interest in anything. But come on down and make money. And who cares if it's ugly? So what if it smells? It's a smell yeah. of money. Oh, yeah. And and uh, and then with the collapse of the oil boom, paradoxically, Houston became a much Changed. more interesting city. And we're much more diverse in terms of professional services and jobs and why people come here. Much more industry city, much yeah. more uh, alive, much more self-consciously aware that we need to reinvent the city if we're yeah. going to position it for success. So. Yeah. So if you had to take a wild guess, where do you see Houston, Texas 20 years from now? Well, what's so interesting is I finished this book and sort of, you know, where are we? What's the lesson? The jury is out for, for Houston. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have lots of wonderful things happening, not nearly enough investment in education. In a time when, when good blue-collar jobs have disappeared, mm -hmm. when education is a critical determinant of a person's ability to earn enough money to support a family yes. in the new knowledge, global economy of the 21st yeah. century. So, and we never paid attention to education in Houston or Texas because you didn't need education to make yeah. money. You made money by land, yes. cotton, timber, yes. cattle, Hard oil. Hard work. Blue-collar, yeah. you know, ex exploitation of land. Now the source of wealth is knowledge. No longer is the basis of wealth natural resources, it's human resources. Yes. And so we need to make those investments. Yeah. And we're, we're doing better than we were, but not enough yet, I think, yeah. in, in terms of being clear where we're going to be in 20 years. Well, I think most Houstonians would agree that if we have a focus on something, Houston can get it right. right. And I do believe that given the circumstances around HISD, the focus of our mayor and many other business leaders, the chamber yeah. being among them, understand a strong Houston means a strong school system. Right. And well, everybody's willing to roll up their sleeves. So we're going to uh, have faith. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but, it's, a but tough, it's a tough one. It's hard to vote against Houston. It you're, is. You're it right. is. So when you're not doing all of this Steven Kleinberg speaking and everybody's <laughs> waiting for you to come out with your survey and promote your book, do you ever just have fun? And if you do, what do you fun, like to yuck. do? You go to the movies, <laughs> you play tennis, you play golf, <laughs> you read, you look at other professors and see what they're coming up with. What do you do for fun? I, 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 I do some reading that's not about so, it's so not, not okay. That's, that's so tell me something you enjoy reading. <laughs> Mad Magazine. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, modern novels and just sort yeah? of, you know, the whole oh, human experience. That's and, neat. And, it's, and, and the realization that you know, I live in a world of data and numbers, but there are stories out there. There are human experiences, yes. and the two come, have to come together to be, yeah. to be successful. So your contributions to Houston are many. And uh, you know, you've been doing this 37 well, years. It was pure, I, I, I get unfairly credited with having planned to do this. Right? This well, is a one-time survey. Matter, and then but the, it doesn't matter yeah. whether you plan it or not. The truth is, yeah, is. the it, facts it, are the yeah. facts. You've done this for 37 and, and years. And no other city has been tracked in this way. As and as that's the point. Yeah. So putting all of that on the table, what is your legacy? What do you hope will be your legacy? Well, I, it's hard to tell, right? We don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's already been a kind of a, uh, an opportunity to use objective data to show people how we're changing and what we're doing. And, and I always tell people, you know, don't blame me, I just ask the questions, right. here are no, the Don't answers. blame the messenger, yeah. right? And, and somebody once said to me, you know, what these surveys have done is to show us that we are better than we thought we were. And there's a lot of truth in them. When you ask people in the privacy of their homes, yes. how do you see the world? You get a picture of a city really far further along than, yes. than you find when you just look at public 
public uh, uh, positions and attitude and, and, and public policy. Well, thank you for showing us that we're better than we think we okay. are and that we continue to thrive as a city and that model, as you mentioned, from, for the rest of the country. Thank you for everything you've been doing. Thank so. you so much. We appreciate it. So on behalf of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, our board of directors and staff, we'd like to thank you for joining us today as we recognize Houston legend Dr. Steven Kleinberg. Have a great day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.